Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This month, I'm going to be talking a lot about cold calls and prospecting. Now, before you turn me off, let's listen just a little. Maybe the thought of cold calling makes you sick at your stomach. Maybe you have plenty of clients and customers who are reaching out to you. They're sending you emails, they're calling you, they're DMing you, and you feel like you are getting a steady flow of business. I would like to share some of the benefits of cold calls as I see it. At least there'll be a few tips, no matter if you want to do cold calls or not, that I think you can use to grow your revenue. Spring is the perfect time to use cold calls and prospecting to really increase your revenue and to support growth of new business. But I'll share with you what most people define a cold call as. They define it as an activity of calling or visiting a possible customer to try to sell them something without being asked by the customer to do so. Actually, that is the Cambridge Dictionary definition. Now, my definition of a cold call is a little bit different. I define a cold call as a visit, a call, an email to anyone who's not yet a customer or a client. What is really different about my definition is I'm not usually selling or attempting to sell on a cold call. I am looking for some information. I want to get to know about them, and I'd love to just tell them a little about me and what I do. Now, my initial introduction to cold calling was my manager um, was part of a contest, and he wanted his branch to win the most cold calls during this contest. So he actually uh, had me go into an office building in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, to a large office building. He handed me a stack of business cards that were not my business cards. They were someone else's. And he said, I'd like, I want you to go in and just give them one of our cards. And I would like for you to get uh, one of their cards and bring back with you. And that's all you have to do. So that was my introduction as a cold call. I was just going to go leave a card and get a card. And that was a cold call. So I did that and I, it was going pretty well. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm a curious person. So I was kind of enjoying being out of the office and out in different offices, seeing what was going on. And I was having a good time. Well, it was going well until one of the security guards saw me radioed another one of the security guards and I could hear them describing what I was wearing on their radio I mean it was it it was pretty loud and I could hear um I could hear that that was what I was wearing as I looked down I had black and white pants on so he uh, was really nice came over and told me I had to leave that there was no soliciting in the building and uh he didn't just trust that I would go down on the elevator alone he went down with me We just talked about the weather and things that you normally do. So I uh, then met back up with my manager and he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, they threw me out. And he said, okay, why didn't you go back? And he, he was kind of joking. And I said, because they made me leave. And he said, 
Well, here is the name of the customer in the building. If they stop you again, just tell them that's who you're there to see. Now that I look back, I don't, it, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe that I just said, okay, because of course the security guard should have asked me what I was doing. I didn't see them on the second round. Um, but I went about doing what I had done before, and it worked out well. I collected a lot of cards, so many, in fact, that the next day, my manager offered me an outside sales position. And I said, well, what do I have to do? And he said, well, just what you've done today, you will just go out and visit people. Well, I couldn't believe that that was going to be my job. So I eagerly accepted and I don't know, I just didn't have any experience. So I kind of thought that these copiers were so wonderful, they were going to sell themselves. So for the first 30 days, probably, I did a lot of dropping off my card and collecting cards. And then I would go home at night and put in all of the information, you know, the, the customer name, their location, what type of equipment they were using at the time, all of that. Well, it was an exhausting month. And it wouldn't have been as exhausting, but what made me so tired was the fact that I was doing all this work, putting in lots of hours, and I couldn't see any progress. Now, once I had been there uh, during that month, I discovered that it is not just dropping off cards, that you needed to sell a specific amount. There was a quota involved. And if you didn't get quota for several months in a row, you wouldn't have a job. And if you did get quota, then there were bonus opportunities. So there was a lot of incentive to get quota. Now, I've been doing all those calls and I just, uh, you know, it hit me. Okay, this is not making progress. There has to be more to it. So I was reading, I was listening, I was asking questions. And I discovered that there is a little bit more to cold calling than just dropping off a card. People were not running to their phones to call to buy a copier. But what I discovered during that time was that I had the opportunity on the cold call to get more information and to uncover needs. Now, uncovering needs is a whole podcast in its own, and we'll talk more about that. But this was the point that I realized a cold call was much more than just leaving a card. And they needed to see more than just an advertisement to say yes. So that is my point for today is that cold calling is worth it, but it has to be that you have a point in mind. You're going to get some information. And for me, that meant I was gathering information and finding out what type of equipment they were using. I then realized, depending on what they were currently using, I could figure out what kind of things were available that they had not yet discovered or purchased. And then it made it easier for me to discover their needs. And that was one of the first big steps in learning to sell for me. It was not cold calling, but it was learning to discover needs and to introduce myself and to start building relationships. And that is what a cold call was for me. I wasn't just saying, here, this is what I have. You should buy it. Instead, I was saying, hi, I'm Renee. How's everything going? I was asking questions. I was, yes, I was making an initial introduction. So I was more than just a card. Um, but I was also gathering more information than just, 
here's this business and this is their address. I was finding out much more by the end of the month and in the months to come. And once I discovered that, cold calls turned into my main way of producing sales. It was not because I was just leaving card, but it was because I was beginning to build relationships and I was asking good questions that let me know if there was even a reason for me to you know, continue to build the relationship and introduce our products and services. So that's what I typically see that happens more often than not. People are like me in the beginning, they do a lot of calls and they get what feels like a lot of rejection because they're trying to sell on that call, just like the definition says. They're attempting to make a sale. A cold call is not, at least in my case and in my experience, not the place to try to make a sale. It is the place to make an introduction and then start building a relationship. You know, even if a colleague gives me a lead and says, reach out to this person, I think they may have a need. When I reach out to them, that is still a cold call for me. Others would call that a warm call. But for me, I call that a cold call because it's still cold to me. It is not warm yet. So in that case, I turn it into a warm call once I have talked with them and started to build a relationship. Then the second time I see them or talk to them, it's a little warmer. But cold calls for me are if I know nothing about them, they don't know me yet, and I am making an introduction to find out if I think there may be an opportunity to sell them something at some point in the future. But, you know, like I'm telling you, there's been many times that I have been in on a cold call kind of happened upon somebody who was sort of looking and they were more eager for information than I was ready to give them. And I wanted to say, wait now, let's just, let's just see if we're a good fit. Because for me, it's a process. I don't necessarily want to sell it on the spot. I want to find out some information. I want to see what I have that I can help them with. And then I want to introduce the concept of, I think I can help you and this is how. And that is what I have always used a cold call for. So some people really are fearful of cold calls. And there's so many things that you can do to make a cold call better. You can, first of all, change it from, I'm going to sell you something today to, I just want to introduce myself. And then when your expectations are a little bit more just I'm going to say hello then you don't feel that rejection if you feel like you're going to reach out on the first call they're going to buy something it's pretty defeating when you can't get even past the gatekeeper so that is the first thing that you should realize about a cold call is it is just an introduction and that will make it easier the next thing that you can do to make cold calls easier is plan them for a time when you feel the best when you can make it really joyful. For me, uh, I love the springtime. I love being outside. It's just starting to warm up and I want every opportunity to be able to get out in the um, out in the sun and be out and about. So I pick times that it's sunny and I decide where I'm going to go and I pick lunch at a place that I love I really look forward to the days that I've got set aside for cold calling and I make it kind of an event. So that's another way that you can make cold calling better. 
To give you an example, and I'll close with this because I think this gives you a real reason to look at doing cold calls and really appreciate the power of a cold call. Early on in my cold calling, I was out about, and I was at a car lot, it was a really small car lot, and one of the salesmen was out on the steps and he was sitting there just drinking his coffee. And he had said something to me about being a salesperson. And I had said, well, you're lucky because they come to you. And what he replied to me sums up why I started appreciating cold calls more. And he said, yeah, but sometimes they don't come. So I realized that that was the power of a cold call. I could actually go out and call on customers and I didn't have to wait on them to discover me. And the, the guy at the car lot was just having to wait. He was sitting out on some steps above some used cars, hoping somebody would come along and want to buy one. But for me, I, I realized I could decide who I wanted my customers to be. I could go out, introduce myself, find out about them and start uncovering some needs. So that's what I have for you. That's what I want you to think about. This month, when we're talking about prospecting and cold calling, there are some really good reasons to do cold calls. And there's some really good ways to make it enjoyable and not just really hard work. So have a great week. And as always, reach out to me if I can help you. 